Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here, drinking beer and play a game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 147. Thank you for joining us tonight. How are you doing? Brian, we're so close to episode 150. <laughs> yeah, that is the way numbers work, Jim, yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just seems like, oh, shit, we're almost up to, like, 150 of these goddamn things. Seems like yeah. so recently we started taking it seriously. I know. What... I know we talked about it already, but last was last year that we really started getting the episodes out every week, right? Well, it was like middle of 2020. Was it middle? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because before then it was, what, every month or so? We would we do like, lucky. We would do like two in a month, and then we want to do one for like three months, and then we'd do one, and then we'd wait like a month, and then we'd wait like three months again. So, yeah. a little inconsistent. <laughs> Consistency is a key, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Where is <laughs> swimming in success? Jim, stop doing things when you're drunk. What? What? Like updating thumbnails and spelling words wrong? What? And sending out group chats to the wrong groups. Yeah, yeah, that did happen. <laughs> uh, Jim had another classic Jim weekend of yeah. being hungover, and I got to hear secondhand stories of it. So, <laughs> Jimmy was a drunky boy. <laughs> Uh, so Jim, are you uh, are you okay enough? Are you drinking tonight, or are you still recovering? Yeah, probably the only way to chase away hangovers with more alcohol. So tonight, I am drinking the. Uh, okay, I have no idea which is the brewery once again, and which is say the, the names, and let me see if I can guess. Okay, wait, uh, wait a second. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. By brewer, okay. So uh, I am drinking the Weizenbach Hell from. Landenberger. Yeah, Apparently, Landenberger's a brewery. Yeah, owned by Brewery Landenberger Gimbiff, GmbH, whatever that means. So, 7.4% alcohol by volume. Proclaims itself to be honored as one of the world's best Weizenbach beers. So, I'll see about Weis that. How many Weizenbachs have you ever had? Uh, <laughs> probably about a dozen tops, maybe. So, yeah. Cool little looking can there. Nice... I I'd be shocked if you've ever had any. To be honest, it's a very it's not a common style. Oh, so maybe I've had like two, if ever. Yeah, I mean, because you've had box, obviously Doppelbach, and a few of those, but that's obviously just the wheat version of their Bach beers. Yeah. Um, so they're supposed to be, uh, like kind of like pretty beefy actually in flavor. It, it's it's got a really it's got a full mouthfeel going on there. Like, it's thick on the tongue. It's got, like, a strong... Definitely get the Bach flavor, but definitely get the weed coming through, too. So, yeah, it's actually... Yeah. This is pretty goddamn delicious. And 7.4%. This is dangerous. Yeah, that... Th those ones tend to be... Uh, they tend to have a lot of, like, random fruits. Like, you can get, like, plum, raisin, shit like that that you don't normally get. Like, darker fruits. Not, not like, citrusy shit. Um, so you're not going to get like orange and all that. It's, yeah, there's definitely no citrus in here. Yeah, it's a it's a heavy boy. So, uh, and you said seven point two. That's yeah, it's pretty beefy. seven four. Yeah. Oh, nice. so yeah, because I was gonna I was originally gonna do that uh, my twelve beers at Christmas dealy and like do some kind of thing with it, but then I just got lazy. So I'm like, ah, this will <laughs> just full this will fuel the podcast for a few weeks. Yeah. Nice. Well, <clears throat> happy to announce I have my taste back and my smell. It's definitely not a hundred percent, but I, I notice things now. So it's like significantly better than it's been for the past like three weeks before. So, yeah, I 
to celebrate, um, I had bought a mix pack similar to Jim, like of uh, the Trogues Winter uh, Mix. I don't know. It's they're, they're, they're Trogues Winter beers. But their Grand Cacao Chocolate Stout. It's been around for a while, I think. Um, 6.5%. It's Peruvian Cacao Nibs Vanilla Milk Sugar. <clears throat> if I can do a bit yep. that I always do. What? <laughs> Welcome to Grand Cacao. This deliciously decadent stout is built on a foundation of rich chocolate malt, caramel malt, and roasted barley. Cold steeping on Peruvian cacao nibs and natural vanilla doubles down on the smooth symphony of chocolate and a splash of sugar. Delivers a velvety sweet and creamy finish. Ah. So... Um, for what I'm used to a creamy finish, <laughs> gotta tell your mom to stop telling stories about me. Yeah, <laughs> Jim, you gotta fight mouth. back. You gotta fight back. Yeah, I could. I could do a lot of things in my life. <laughs> it's creamy. I'll give it that. Like I said, my flavor is not what it. Is. I do taste the chocolate. Um. I imagine there's a lot more flavor than what I'm actually getting from it, but I like the little sips I've already had, if that counts. There you go. It's an improvement. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take, dude, I'll take anything at this point. I'm so happy that I catch. You, you want to hear a funny story? When I sure. knew I definitely had my smell back, I farted and I smelled it, and I'd never been happier to smell one of my own farts. Right, you've always been happy to smell your farts. Let's let's let's, let's not act like here. let's and, and let's cut it down. There's no one who doesn't enjoy their own farts. Oh no, mine are horrific. Yeah, but you still savor them. I've I've been around you. You 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 waft in them for a minute or two. Well, I gotta let everyone else bask in the ambience. So, not saying they're not bad, but anyone else's farts smell significantly worse than your own. You know oh that's yeah, for true. sure. Yeah. yeah, but I was like, "Oh my god, I think I actually smell something." And yep, so it was it was a proud moment, Jim. <laughs> happy, happy to have you back, Brian. <laughs> you don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> so, Chambers, we uh, we've been embarking on this level fifty club, oh. and um, I think yours is a little slow going. But, so far, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm knee deep in a lot of different things, and then, well, I mean, we'll just jump into the games we've been playing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So today I posted I needed a palate cleanse because I'm working on for one of our reviews. I was playing Alien Fireteam Elite, and it's fun, but goddamn, is it so frigging frustratingly hard if you don't have human players with you? Yep. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need uh, your help to get past some of these things, Brian. So. Did you what are what difficulty are you playing on? Medium. I was gonna say honestly, when you're doing bots, you may just want to first time around do it easy. That way, you can gain enough points. Like you, it's almost a game you have to have a certain. Uh, I forget what they call it in the game, but like a, a, a ranking in order yeah. to even do certain levels. So do yourself a favor, blast through it on easy. But yeah, I'll definitely play with you. But it, it's a hard freaking game. It definitely pulls no punches. Dude, I'm at the last level of like the second group of uh, things, and like mm -hmm. you just can't fucking like you just don't live long enough. Like the bots mm -hmm. just go down, and then you're fucked. Oh, uh, you swarmed by you swarmed by the uh, heavy sims, and then you just get destroyed. Oh, those have yeah. Especially, are you at the level where it's like uh, you're trying to just get hold the out like 
Get the course. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I died a couple times on that. And yeah, once the flamethrower dudes come in and it's sniping, you're, you're like, yeah. what the fuck? So yeah, I, it took me a few tries. I finally and, got and the that. worst part about that game, like the game is fun for all of its flaws. Like mm-hmm. it's a technical mess, but it's still a fun game gameplay wise. But like you're only ever going to die in that game on the last swarms. And when you're on the last swarms, you're already a half hour into each level. That's, and, like, yep. And it's like the levels only take like, you know, 30 to 35 minutes. But if you're going to die, you're going to die, like, guaranteed at, like, the 29-minute mark. And you're going to be like, oh, fuck, dude. like, I had one thing left. Like, I know I was there. It, uh, yeah, if you're at the spot where I think you're at with the cores, yeah, basically, once you get that final core, that's it. So, yeah. yeah. I'm sure it is. So, <laughs> so yeah, after that, I needed, like, a palate cleanse. Like, I died, like, three times after wasting two hours on that shit. And mm-hmm. just, like, popped in Streets of Rage 2 and blasted through that. Like, I, I just oh, nice. needed a palate cleanse. Okay. So, added that to the level 50. And also, this past <laughs> week, I finished up my playthrough of the original Legend of Zelda. Now, Fuck you did something you promised you wouldn't, which was you were going to limit yourself to one Zelda game a year, and you're already too deep in it. I had the Game of Watch sitting there, so I was like, yeah, fucking just do it. <laughs> so, Jim, you're not a converted Zelda boy? You're not going to get the Triforce on your nipple? No. <laughs> Maybe after my playthrough of Zelda 2, I would have been more inclined, but Zelda 1, man. Just never do your, if you've never played it before. Do yourself a favor, and for the love of God, just play it on something with a save state. Use like 3DS or Switch Online or the NES Mini or just a straight up emulator. I don't care. Do not do it on something without a save state. Holy no, shit! No, you you gotta do a save. I mean, the game originally didn't have a save mode on it. Yeah, you could save, but like that was like basically like after you died. Yeah, that's true. I mean, because there's nothing worse than like. Just like fucking going through a dungeon, you get killed, then you're back to three hearts, you have to grind for all your hearts to go back into the dungeon to try to make your way through, to fucking die again. Revenge and repeat, and the game's so goddamn cryptic. Like, I like I made it through over 50% of the game before I said fuck it and started using a guide. Because I was just getting killed too much in Dungeon 6. I made so it what the was first the five. thing? You were just missing an item? Or, like, what, what was it that was the... Like, you needed the guide for? Was it just, like, how to get through levels or Dungeon 6? Or was it, like, oh, shit, I missed so many hearts, so many this? No, I only had one heart left that at that point that I hadn't found. Like, I basically had found all the hearts, gotcha. enough. And, uh, no, I just needed, like, like, I didn't remember to get, like, the blue ring for the extra armor. Like, that made life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And, like, I looked up where to find, like, I kind of knew, I knew-ish where the magic sword was which is in the graveyard, but, like, I didn't remember exactly which one. Which gravestone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So be... I was like, fuck it, just look that up. That made life easier. So, there, you, like, I know there's psychopaths out there who, like, beat the game with the wooden sword, with the green tunic. Good for you. Like, the game's not good enough to to warrant that kind of love. I'm sorry. I put that the same as the Speedrunners 1CCers. Like, it's in, it's it's something I, I can't do right now. Yeah, but... credit, credit to you guys. Like, that's an accomplishment. But, like, I, I could never put myself through that for that game. Yeah, I mean, even my fa- even Resident Evil. You know, I as as much of a Resident Evil nut as I've always been, I never had the. You never did like the, a pistol only run or something. Knife that only. or or doing the knife only so I could get tofu. Like I, that was not something that appealed to me. I was like, yeah, I don't need to do that. Um, but yeah, Legend of Zelda. So now that you did it, and I I know you beat that game before. Yeah, it's my second it, time beating it. Has it really, like, kind of tainted you from wanting to jump right into Link's Awakening? Yeah, I, I well, 
I already did Link's Awakening. Or no, wait, which one do you Link, have Link to do? Link did the past, I gotta do. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm good on Zelda for a little bit. <laughs> do you think you're still making it through this year but with completing it? Maybe maybe I'll get interested and be like, yeah, maybe I'll hit Link's, Link's Awakening or Link to the Past, but... No, I mean, I finished Zelda off, so it's yeah. done. And then people are like, oh, you're gonna do the second quest now? I was like, you can go fuck yourself. God, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. Oh, good. Let's, let, let's switch everything up now, because that was, you know, that was so fun. The first time. Did um, the real question, and there's only one right answer, Jim. When you did Streets of Rage, Max. who'd you play as? Okay, I was going to say, there's only yeah, one. Max. Now, uh, how many lives did you lose? Um, I was down to three lives left. And, like, I had a couple, you know, like, you know of the over nines. So, okay. I still, yeah, I still probably lost, like, let's see, like, nine to three to six. Probably, like, probably like ten-ish lives. It was a little rusty. Did you... Was the elevator the killer of many lives for you? Um, elevator did some damage. Uh, yeah, now nah, the elevator, the final elevator, that was doing some damage. With that's the, the one that always... Yeah. Uh, every time I play that, but... Yeah, man. Yeah, that's a great... And, and like I, was said, being imp- I was being impatient, too. Like, I was trying to just, like, try to grab people and do that punch thing to, like, kill them fast mm-hmm. because, like, I had to pick my kid up from daycare, so I was like... Fuck, I gotta rush through this. I gotta so I was, be it. <laughs> like, like I could have saved lives and like done it a little more carefully, but I was just like trying to rush through. So alright, so you did Aliens Fire Squad, you beat you beat Legend of Zelda, you did Streets of Rage too. Anything else? I know you were still fucking Blasphemous, around. Blasphemous still still knee deep in Blasphemous. <laughs> fucking love that game. It's so goddamn good. I'm like Are ten you... hours I'm ten hours into it, I'm about a little under fifty percent of the way through, so because they give you a little thingy when you start your save. So Do you need to uh did you need to use a guide for that yet? Not yet. Hmm. Nice. Yeah, it, it's kind of like that Metroid fusionist fusion-ish kind of uh, Metroidvania where it's a lot more linear than, like, say, a Super Metroid where, like, everything's basically connected. Yeah. So, like, you eventually connect everything, but it's still a little... It's not as linear as fusion, but it's, like, in between fusion and, like, symphony, I yeah. would say, for, like, the level of connectitude. A lot of games, especially newer games, are great at, like... They allow you to figure... They're not as cryptic as some of these older ones like we're talking about, so... Yeah. So, nice. no, but no, I'm I'm really fucking loving it. So, I just opened up, like, that gate after... Like, you have to beat the first, like, couple bosses to open up a gate to do, like, the next half of the world. So, I just hit that spot. People who when play... You get to those, when you get to those moments, because I'm doing that in other games, is there both a sigh of, like, oh, cool, but also, oh, God, this is going to take so much longer? <laughs> like... Like, like I, I almost find myself getting to that point where I go, oh shit! I almost save and stop at that moment every time. I'm like, all right, I need to, I need to stop for a little bit. Yeah, well, I kind of would call went and backtracked a little bit because, like, I had something that could get me through, like the miasma that would kill me before. So, I picked up a few more items and shit like that. Like, and I'll give myself some more power ups before I go. That kind of deal. But yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I'm really, really liking Blasphemous. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, but that's uh... it for me. So obviously, I did. I tell I told you guys last year. Oh shit! By the way, thank you, Blade Blur, for coming on. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Oops. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, to our guest from last week, Blade Blur. Uh, good old, our good old buddy Dan. So. Yep. Always recurring. Always have him at the uh, beginning of the the year to help review us shit from the previous year. So thank you, Bud. Truly appreciate it. He's our pinch hitter. Yeah. Can't wait to see you again in real life, but. When I talked to you guys, did I mention... I know I mentioned Cockhead, but uh, did I mention Heaven Dust? I think so. 
I think I did. You did, yeah. Okay. So since then, um, on stream, and once again, thank you everybody who stopped by, I beat that Kill It With Fire. I didn't realize how short of a game. It was like about two hours. Oh, nice. Um, it's a fun, it's goofy. What I like is it obviously doesn't take itself seriously, but there's so many just like goofy little things to do that if you're someone like me who likes to complete things, it gives me a reason to go back and want to beat every level. And then just the absolute ridiculousness of like using an RPG to take down a spider is like, it's right up my alley. So that, that was pretty fun. Um, my big beat was I finally completed GTA five. Nice. Which, yeah, that I've been working on since last year. So, like, it's not like I just beat it just starting this year. I was already pretty far. But great, great. I mean, every praise it ever got, it deserves. And I only did the main campaign and a few side quests. Like, I didn't even touch multiplayer yet. So, yeah, it really is. It's the best GTA. I, I still obviously have a lot of love for Vice City and my nostalgia may hold that a little higher because the story and soundtrack but this game is it's pretty friggin' awesome. Nice. Um, and then I played another game that was not so awesome to me. And you actually, I think, talked about it before, Jim. Um, Castlevania The Adventure for Game Boy. Oh, God. Oh, so, you bastard. Yeah, I did so, a let's play of that. Yeah. I'm, I, I got really tired of waiting for my Castlevania from Limited Run. Because who the fuck knows when I'm getting that. Bro, I made a whoopsie and did the collector's edition. You've got like a two-year wait. I mean, I'm never doing limited run again. I, I already know that. I'm not this waiting bullshit's ridiculous. But um I got it for four bucks on Switch. And oh, I was nice. like I was like, you know what? Like, that's fine. I even had enough uh coins or points or some shit, so it basically was free. Yeah. So I, I downloaded it. I was like, you know what? I never actually played the Game Boy games. Let me give them a try. Castlevania Adventure fuck that game the slowdown the jumping the ridiculous fucking enemies the no sub weapons just that game is a mess the only and i mean only redeeming quality of the entire game is it still has a pretty decent soundtrack that's it oh the soundtrack's great yeah but that game it can suck all the dicks it, yeah, and it's a glitchy mess, too. Like, when I was playing it, because I did mine off the uh, Retron, but I had the cart. And I was like, is this the Retron fucking up? And then I was like, no, nah, that's just how the game is. I was like, oh, God. It's it's terrible. I mean, it, it, that when you, when you were mentioning save states, that is a game you, have, you need to be playing with a save state. Like, it's only four levels long, so you think it's not that bad. It is that bad. Because, did you finish it? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oof. Better than me. That, I gave, that's I gave I up mean. on level two. <laughs> I, I was going to give up, but I was like, you know what? I'm using save states. And once I read that it was four levels, I was like, I just, you know how I am. I'm persistent with that shit. So right. I beat that. Um, and then I, I, st I started right into the uh, second one, the Adventure 2, I think. Belmont's Revenge. That game is fucking amazing. Oh, it's, it's, it's a billion times better. It's a 180. Can, yeah, the control, the sub-weapons, the Mega Man style, choosing where you want, the, the sound, the look, like, that was such a friggin' increase. I was like, what the hell happened with that first game? But, whatever. I didn't beat the second one yet, but I did beat the first one. 
Um, Better man than me. I was like, fuck this. This ain't worth it. I know. But yeah, especially, see, my problem is if I decide to start a game this year because we're trying to do this challenge. You're trying to finish them, yeah. I'm going to try, like, unless it's, like, absolutely, like, oh, this game is complete dog shit. Right. Um, Outside of that, once again, we got a copy of Heaven Dust 2 sent to us. So I've been playing through that, loving it. It's another one, huge improvement from the first one. And I even like the first one. Um, but I have no idea how long that game is, so I probably got a while. Uh, I started dabbing, dabbling in Alien Resurrection because I finally got a PS emulator that works really well. And it's like, I, I so far I'm, I'm actually really liking it for a PS1 game. Um, huh. I didn't even know there was an Alien Resurrection game. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. It follows the movie pretty decently but like the graphics are actually pretty solid the sounds good and there's just a lot of cool weapons so so far i'm not minding it and then finally uh i mentioned that in my list of games i have to beat i'm gonna go through all the halos again so i started halo one again and yet dude as soon as you hear that soundtrack you're like oh yeah oh goddamn. I, i i i may have revised something though jim i did say at the beginning when i was gonna do the halo i didn't want to do the halo wars but I realized uh, Game Pass can come through my PC, and I can play Halo Wars on my PC. Oh, there so I play it for free. They have all the Halos on Game Pass, so I'm like, why not? I'll do Halo Wars and, and Halo Wars 2. So, yeah, I'll be all Haloed out by the end of the year. I'm sure you will. <laughs> so, yeah, been a busy bee, but only I'm up to eight games completed in my list so far. I'm at three. <laughs> well, like I said, I mean... You figure two of them were those arcade games, Cockhead, ugh. Yeah, yeah. Two, two-hour game, Heaven Dust was a three-hour game, Kill yeah, the all, Fire. Yeah, all mine have been long so far, except for Streets of yeah, Rage, but yeah. everything I'll oh, need deep in is long, too, so. I, I basically will always have that game that's going to be long in the background, and then I'll just, like, if there's other games on my list that I can get to, but, yeah. Yeah, like, I know Tekken 3 is going to be one of mine, because, uh... Mm. My, my neighbors were over. My neighbor's kids were over uh, during, uh, not this past weekend, but the one before. And they were, like, checking out the game room. And they were like, holy sh- shit, look at all this stuff. And they were like, <laughs> oh, is there a game we can play together? We want to do original PlayStation. I was like, all right. And I let them pop in Tekken 3. And then I realized, like, I always played at my friend's house, but I never played it on my own, mm. even though I have it. So I'm like, well, I can play through a couple rounds of that and consider that a game beaten. So shit. Are you, is your go-to Yoshimitsu still? Uh, you know, my go-to whenever I play casually is always Heihachi, but I do like Yoshimitsu, so, I mean, I'll be using him. Okay. So, yeah, what are you counting as beating it? Are you see, that's what I'm wondering what character? we're doing for fighting games. Should we at least I'll say let you set. I'll let you set the bound. Ba- the chances are I'm probably not going to do fighting game this year. I, I may. Uh, uh, no, actually, there's no new ones. Yeah, but, I mean, unless it's like an Injustice, because I actually do need to play through yeah, Injustice those, those, So maybe yeah, I'll do that. Since you that should definitely like legit do Injustice. Yeah. yeah. But uh, if you're doing something like that or a Street Fighter, you, you said it. I think at least two playthroughs. I'll, I'll say two playthroughs. I can do yeah. that. Yeah. Nice. That's a great game, though. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that, have you... I'm sure you've heard of it, um, but do you know anything... You know how they have these like systems that are basically... They have the pie in it, and it's a pre-built like arcade style like double joystick and buttons and it's like eight thousand games in one or three thousand in this like oh yeah all yeah, in yeah, one. yeah 
So I saw something on like Facebook or like something. the Legends Ultimates or the I R arcades, whatever they're called. This one was yeah. called Pandora uh, or Pandora might... Two. Um, Is that the At Games one? I think it might be an At Games thing. I, I don't know that. who does it, but like it on the cover, it had like Ryu from the Street Fighter Five, I believe, like image. Okay. Um, I looked up reviews because it's like yeah, it's like. The base model is like 3,000 games, and it goes up to like 8,000. I'm looking at the list, and for some reasons, it's funny. They don't seem to care about much copyright, but then randomly they change names of games just to, I guess, get away with it. But then, like I said, they blast the Ryu from Street Fighter V. They have every King of Fighter, and they have systems even up to like N64 and Dreamcast. And I think it's like 170 bucks. And the quality is actually pretty goddamn good. Like... You literally plug it in. You can plug in USB controllers to it. You can change the buttons out, but they come already pre-lit underneath. And everyone said, like, the actual uh, sticks and the buttons that it comes with are really well made. I was like, that sounds like kind of a deal. But I didn't know, like, you're a Twitter guy, like, if you've ever heard people. Yeah, I don't really know a lot about the Pandora. I've only vaguely heard of it, so... But I'm I mean, about to send you some links. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I make I shit, eight thousand games, even if they're copies or whatever. The nice thing I saw was everyone said about the arcade ones; they were all very true to emulation of the original arcades. Everything they said, the only ones that were wonky was like N sixty four emulation, which is always a problem. Yeah. A- and I can't uh, imagine some, playing N sixty four in an arcade stick. Oof. Well, you would just plug in a controller at that point. Oh, yeah, true. But, uh, and some of the Dreamcast games. But they said basically everything else, like, obviously Sega, Super NES, NES, like, all that, all the Game Boys, like, perfect. Interesting. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. Yeah, I'll have to hit up our buddy uh, Scarlet Sprites, because he's, like, the big arcade guy, so he'd be able to tell me. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's basically where we've been at. But, uh, (laughs) level 50 club. And, And, like I said, thank you, Nick. Thank you, Alex, Astral. Uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody else. But... Dude, fucking, fucking burn retinas today doing the impossible and beating Punch Out on HD on through like an HD TV, which everyone says you can't do because of the timing of shit. Well, fucking him uh... doing it on expert mode. Goddamn. <laughs> but yeah, for everyone who's been playing along with the Level Fifty Club, thank you so much, yeah, Lucas and everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. And so far, it seems like it's a lot of our patrons, which we always love. So, Jim. I saw we got a few questions in, but what are all of our questions this week for Patreon? Yes, patreon.com slash drink a beer play game, where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question we will answer on each and every single episode of the Power Hour podcast. So, first up from Snarcast, if you had to choose between getting a free Vectrex or your favorite pinball table, which would you pick? Son of a bitch! Cut into the core of me again. I know nothing other than the little bit you've told me about Vectrex. Like, is it actually, like, have a catalog? It's got, like, I mean, I'm probably going to be way off, but it probably has, like, 30 to 50 games, something like that. Like, it's got, it's got games. So, I, I have to, I'm looking it up as we speak. Number one, I guess a question for you, Jim, is you're, you being the pinball guy, do you have a favorite pinball table? I really like Funhouse. I really like Whirlwind. I would love to have a Star Trek Next Generation table. Shit like that. So, I mean, like, my simple answer would be pinball table just because, like, for some of the Holy Grail ones, you're going to be spending at least five grand. So, 
And plus, just they're so cool. Like, well, take but here's the deal though. Also, take value take, take out value. of it. Yeah, I think I'd still go a pinball table because there's just something so cool about having like the lights and the sounds and everything like that of a pinball table. Like a Vectrex would be really, really, really cool, but actually both of the systems are kind of a pain in the ass with upkeep so because i mean you're talking a 40 year old console with a you know custom crt that's kind of dying at this point versus a pinball machine which you need a pinball expert to fucking fix the things but yeah i mean but then again i could play a vectrex whenever and like yeah the vectrex looks wild um i i haven't fa- oh 29 games it looks like okay so um <clears throat> if that's correct i could be wrong and but there's a homebrew community for it too so people are making games for it today's too i mean the pinball the only thing i always worry about any of those just like arcade games like you the get one-ups. you get bored of it and never use it at some point yeah you're gonna set your high score it's gonna be awesome but the vectrex granted you could beat all 29 games i can't imagine those games are very deep i think most of them are all a lot of score based shit too like old old score arcade style like early yeah. 80s stuff yeah I guess the cool. I guess it would be cooler to have a. I mean, it would take up significantly more room. Yeah, but it be. would be kind of cool. Like it's like a holy shit. I my mind just goes to the logistics of like eventually you gotta move that sometime. Yeah, unless you definitely are never moving or you put it in a place that's super accessible. Like in your case, you ain't getting that down the steps. So no. you're gonna have to put it in the garage or in your living room or dining like. Yeah, that's yeah, gonna. That would, with my house set up, that would be a problem. Yeah. So yeah, I. Yeah, the the dream would be the dream would be a pinball table, but the smart move would be a Vectrex. So. But what's your heart telling you? <laughs> my heart's <laughs> telling me pinball table. Yeah, I'd probably go pinball. The Vectrex is, I think that's a cool, like very niche, system, which I still know jack shit about. Was that made in England? Um, I forget where that's from. To be honest yeah. with you. Some people are like, the fuck? But, yeah, I'll go pinball, but see, my problem is I don't know tables enough. So I'll give the easy answer of some kind of horror table because it, it's it's me. So. You know what's a really cool one you'd probably like to have would be Adam's Family. Actually, I do remember that. As soon as you started saying it, I was like, that, that, that's one that was at every arcade. And I remember, like, the song. Uh-huh. Yeah, Adam's Family's yeah. a fucking great one. Like, I don't want one of those, like, classic ones from the 50s because I think they're boring. Like, I need the ones with the pizzazz, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, that's a good question. I like you're aiming at shit Jim has to make hard decisions about. So keep those coming in. <laughs> no, stop it. It was funny when he did the Brian. Don't do it to me. <laughs> good job, Todd. <laughs> Next up from Phony Montana. Do you see this COVID pandemic being over anytime soon? Nope. Made by spring or summer? Nope. It seems as though we make progress and start to get back to normal. Another spike happens and we have to slow things down again. There's only so much we can take. So. I'd love it to, but I don't see it happening. Well, here's the deal. So we've already now apparently from, this is as of today, and clearly Jim and I are certified doctors, so we know exactly what we're talking about. Right, take the (laughs) ivermectin. Here's the deal that what I've heard recently is actually we've hit the peak of our numbers and it's not like until the next fucking variant. Well, well, and that's it. But here's the deal. If if the way that this thing is evolving, I would hope the next one would then be weaker than this one because they seem to be going down with severity. It's just more transmissible. Um, Delta was supposed to be real deadly, but like that was like. Not as transmissible or something like that. No, but. well, that that's my point, though. Like, Delta was more deadly, but it 
didn't seem to catch as many people and then it completely flipped to i'm saying most of the time you with these viruses you go more transmissible less 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 to the point where it is going to be like the common cold like it's never going away completely it will become part of the rotation like if you get flu shots your common flu shot already has coronavirus for other coronaviruses in it so it wouldn't shock me if the vaccine is integrated with that shit yeah that be you know, that being said, um, is it done anytime soon? Soon's relative, by spring or summer? I think you're going to all of a sudden, because naturally it happened this last, last year. Last yeah. Everyone's going to be calmed down anyway. Um, it's really going to be a matter of how many people are actually dying versus now it's so common, like the cold, that you just accept it. Bearing any kind of crazy variation, hopefully we don't get there. I think but, a fuckload of people will stop caring in general as is anyway. I think that's part of the issue now. Is you, like, you can only lock people up for so long. You lock people up, and it's also like the number of people now that have caught it, and, and it's turned to this isn't so bad. Whether that's good or bad, I, at this point, like, I th- and what they say, like, I think the latest numbers for vaccines was there's only like 27% that aren't vaccinated. So it's a very small number of people who actually aren't vaccinated. So at this point, and everyone getting vaccinated is catching it anyway. So, yeah, um, I think by spring or summer, most people will be relaxed. Most things will be back to a semi-normal state. Um, You know, but I don't think you're ever going back to full, everyone comfortable, uh, maskless, doing everything like we used to for a long, long time. I saw one person on Twitter who wrote, what if this is actually like the start of the end of humanity and like there's a variant that we just can't fight off? And I was like, oh, that's a horrifying thought, but I guess there is a slight chance that could always be a thing too. So, no, we're all fucked. We're all going to die. I mean, yeah. Hey, anything's possible. A comic could come tomorrow, you know? At least that'll be quick. <laughs> you, you hope. What if it doesn't direct impact with you and you have to wait it out? Well, shit. No, <laughs> there goes my plans. <laughs> what if you're in a fallout situation, Jim, and you don't get to the vault? Ooh. Look, I think we all know if we made it to a vault situation, I would be living long anyway. So, <laughs> I'm not built to last. <laughs> Jim, Jim what, what creature are you becoming? <laughs> oh, I'm definitely going to be some kind of ghoul. Like, that. I'm already halfway there. <laughs> but no, good, good depressing question. So, next up from Burn Retinas. Might be late. No, it isn't. Which game company or publisher collectively had your favorite commercials? I'll let you go first because I have mine right away. Commercials? I mean... Collectively. It'd be, I, mean, I mean, I'm going PlayStation. Because I would, I, yeah, my tie was PlayStation or Nintendo, but PlayStation in the... When was it when they were really cranking them out? Late 2000s? Well, they had like two two like glory days of commercials in my mind. Yeah. They had the Crash Bandicoot era from the mid nineties when yep. you'd be outside Nintendo screaming at them and the guy in the suit, which was awesome. Yeah. Or you had like the PS three era when you had the uh what was that guy name? who was like the president. I forget. Yes. Yeah, but you know what I'm talking about. Like those are great commercials too. So those are the and, and I honestly I say those because those are the most memorable. Like Nintendo, it's funny. I other than the Smash, Smash Brothers. Brothers, that's yeah. the like Smash Brothers. Like that's super memorable. Maybe something from the eighties, but I was that baby, so I don't remember them for Mario. But yeah. and it's funny because like I'm thinking of other companies. You know, actually, I might have to re- revise it a little, uh, just a hair. 
I didn't like it because of who was always in them. But Call of Duty for a few years always did the full celebrities like shooting at each other. Even that one year they had like Kobe and like all these other. Oh yeah, and it was a uh, like a like Super Bowl commercials and shit for. Yeah, like they put some effort into them for a couple years straight. So those were pretty solid, but. Yeah, like, I can't think, like, there was that George Romero directed Resident Evil commercial, which was full legit. Um, which one was for, that for? For Resident Evil 2. It was, oh. it was like a legit, like, they had a police station, the zombies out there. It was, it was pretty, pretty, th- it was better than the new Resident Evil movie. But, uh, then there was that Paul Rudd, like, Super NES commercial from back in the day. I don't remember that. Yeah, there was, do you know what, we... That's a great question because now I want to just like wanna we do did some with homework. the we, just like we did with the beer commercials. We're gonna have one of these power hours be video game commercials, and we're gonna talk through those. All right, sounds yeah. good. But yeah, for Jim and I, both PlayStation, they're the ones that stick out the most. Yep. And last up for now, until I check at the end of the episode, from Gamer Astral, favorite Resident Evil game. One or two remake. Two remake I, is technically better, but one remake I love a little more for nostalgia and other reasons. But those two are the toppest tier for me. Yeah, it's really tough. Like I think, like if you put gun to my head, I'd probably have to say two remake. I just think it's the best done overall. Mm-hmm. But like I know people who don't who like their anxiety just kills them with that cat and mouse game with Mister X. Oh, dude. so like it's like like yeah. that's also what made that like kind of makes or breaks the game. Like if you can't handle that, then like the game's kind of too brutal. But I mean, one remake is so goddamn good, too. That's really tough. Yeah, and that one remake holds up. I mean, if you even still play it on the GameCube, the it way still holds it holds up, on the up graphically, yeah. but, like, they've obviously done the HD remakes, and, like, it's still just a really, really great game. But, as I said, two flushed-out combat made it gorier, made everything better. The control's way better in two remake, yeah. Yeah, um... So then it becomes, which do you prefer? And those two, for me, are, like, as close to tied as possible. Yeah. Like, I think I think it's, like, a pure Resident Evil. What I think of Resident Evil, I'd probably have to say one remake, but I think two's the, two remake is the best game overall. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, great question. Yeah, but no, that wraps up the... Uh... That wraps up the questions for this week, for now, until I check later. So, patreon.com slash game. Once again, thank you to all of our patrons for all the support. Expect a bonus episode to be coming out in the next week or two. And, um, yeah, make sure to check out all the different rewards we have over there. And as always, if you are new to the podcast and you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review. And if you're on iTunes, leave a comment. We will read whatever you read on there. Yeah, truly appreciate it, guys. Thank you so you much. That was, that, was, that was the right words. That was good alliteration, Jim. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Read what you write. You know what I meant. All right, Chambers, so how did that Weizenbach treat you? That was fucking tasty, man. That was really good. Like, from beginning to end, it kind of had the same flavor profile when as it, like, warmed up and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it was delicious. Like, full body mouth feel without being, like, overbearing. And yeah. the 7.5% alcohol is always a treat. So that was really good. Holy did shit. it feel boozy at all? No, mm. it didn't really feel boozy like at all. So nice, like it so, didn't give you that sting. Are you sticking with the German beers then? Yes, I am because now I am moving on from the Kartauser, I guess, uh, brewery, the Doppelbach Dunkel. So, oh, 
Yeah, now you're getting heavy. The oh, double yeah. bock, yep. So, yep, uh, 7.5% alcohol once again. And I, one thing I really like about these is, like, the ingredients are so simple. Mm-hmm. It's just water, barley malt, and hops. Like, that's it. Yeah, I'm going to completely butcher it, but, yeah, I mean, that's... You, you got the... the uh, it's got that slight amber hue to it, but, you know, kind of see-through, but I haven't taken a sip yet. So, yeah, so, you know, there is a reason why people say that... Uh, oh, that's really smooth. Holy crap. Germans really do make the best beer um and really it comes down to their german purity law which is called the Reinheit Gebot, which basically means you can only have like the things like yeast water barley and hops that's it like you can't put anything else in it and right. that's what 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 frowline did they get their yeast from oh god damn it jim god ah. German word. Damn it. Um, but no, German beer. It, I'm jealous. This is one of the boxes you've mentioned that I'm actually, or was it a box? Yeah, it was like a 12 beers of German beers at Christmas box thingy. That's one of the few I've been jealous of. Like the other ones, I'm like, hmm, he's just getting a bunch of IPAs from California. <laughs> there were sours. There were other things. <laughs> and with this one, I'm like, damn, I'm pretty damn jealous. So, yeah, I think I'm going to have to dip my toes in that next year for sure. Yeah, because I know, like, I couldn't find a place that had the advent calendar for beers because I know some places mm-hmm. have that. But, uh, yeah, I'm at least glad I was able to find this one. Yeah. But Germans make good beers. And you I know mean, it was like I'll... a $50 box, which actually isn't that terrible now I think about it. For but... 12 beers? Yeah, that's yeah. not bad. Especially high-quality beers. High-quality pounders, yeah. Yeah. But, um, so we know two things, Jim. Germans, they make damn delicious beers, and the Japanese do some weird shit. Make damn delicious women? Um, yeah. Well, yes, I'll agree to that, but they like their gimmicks, don't they, Jim? Well, I mean, they have their things, so we're bringing back a thing. We haven't done this segment in fucking ever. So we're doing a thing of, like, goofy, like... Beer, waitress, video. We call them beer tots. Beer tots. Okay, that's what it was. I forgot what it was called. Thoughts, I guess. I shouldn't say tots. Thoughts. <laughs> beer thoughts. I don't think these are thoughts. These are these are, these are lovely girls, bro. No, no, no. I'm saying we've said beer thoughts because it was usually chicks opening beers with their ass or. Their... Oh yeah, or squeezing it out with their ass or pouring it through their ass. Yeah, you know, you know one of those many things. We and we all know why we watched it, but you shared yeah. an interesting one um, from. It comes, well, it was posted by... It was from a TikTok called, uh, What the Pato, or something like that. Yeah. But on Twitter, I saw it from Meme Bastard Charles Khan, who's a great account to follow. So, yeah, there is a Muscle Girls bar in Japan where very... I'm putting Amazon. the video up as we talk, so you will you guys will see the reoccurring bit. I won't do the audio, but you'll yeah, see... Yeah, people on YouTube, you'll be able to see it. If not, we'll have a link below for you to ch- check it out, so... Yeah, uh, it's a bar in Japan where uh, super, like, you know, muscle girls serve the booze. They have different little workout competitions in there, like we can do weights and shit like that. Apparently everyone cheers everyone on, so it looks like a cool vibe. And I want these muscle mommies to step on me. Well, here's, I mean, number one, it's completely goofy, and I don't know if... Throw me through a wall, please. Damn it, Jeff. <laughs> I, I don't know... Call me a piggy. I don't know if this is something where... Like a lot of, I feel like I see gimmicky things from Japan all the time. I don't know how long they last if they're like pop up things here where like 
you know, like you have. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a specific thing like that, or if it was like an event. I don't know. Yeah, but um, is it bad? The one thing I did think that was funny. Number one, like it doesn't really appeal to me at all, but I I do think it's funny. I'm like, they definitely like the one chick is definitely kind of big. The other ones, I'm like, they don't look that muscular. Like they're definitely big. But uh, the thing I don't like is, like, you get your drink served. They always, like, squeeze shit into it with their bare hands. Uh-huh. Um, you get extra large dollars, so you can slide it in their workout outfits, almost like a strip club. Uh, yeah, the workout thing, but then they make you special protein drinks. It's obviously such a, like, weird thing. If I'm going to Japan, chances are I'll do a million video game things. And this is one that I'd probably let pass by, but... It's interesting. Um, there is a certain CrossFit meathead market that would probably be like, yeah, man, let's go there Friday, wear our workout outfits, and do this shit. Like oh, you said, mean like when you used to go to Whiskey Tango and just stay at the boxy, the uh, the punching machine all night? Uh, Jim, I was challenged. I would not go there. We would go with groups of friends who would all think they could do it better than me. Then I would start doing it. Then other people would try to do it after me. Then I would be forced it would, it would be funny when the uh, Northeast Phillies finest would see you and be like, oh, I can take this guy on. Yeah. I mean, heavy lies the crown, Jim. That's all I'm going to say. Nah, all right. <laughs> all right, fucking Jack Nicholson. <laughs> That's right. So, I mean, Jim, here's the real question. I mean, I know you'll do, you're pretty much always up for everything when you get drunk, though. Are you going to be willing to do workouts while you're drunk? Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'll be puking regardless, so it doesn't matter. If I can do it in front of my dummy mommy, Japanese muscle mommy, then, you know, might as well. Jim, when in Rome, Brian. When it, in Rome. If you can get your entire tab, and let's assume, okay, you're there with your wife and your friends, and you can get all of our tabs put up, taken care of. Okay. And you're even given permission. You can hook up with whoever you think's the hottest bartender. She's willing to. But you got to do three pull-ups. Are you? Are, is the adrenaline oh. gonna pump through you enough to be able to pull that off? I sure hope so. I've never done <laughs> one pull up in my life. <laughs> okay, so that's not looking good. It's not looking good. <laughs> I was literally about to say whose dick do I gotta suck, and I think that's a much more accomplishable task. <laughs> oh, that would be. I, I wonder if the human sphere could could overcome. What if they're like, here's a brand new Vectrex for if you can do this. <laughs> Love might find a way, Brian. <laughs> This is no, I like this. I, I like that you're bringing us back. Like I said, uh, I definitely have seen some videos of legit thoughts as a, as we did it in the past. But I like this too. This is kind of goofy, and you awesome. know, I liked. We should we should have also covered the uh, where was that pop up since Simpsons bar kind near us? Oh, uh, there. Uh, where is that at? Was it like Phoenixville or something? I thought so. Yeah. Yeah, I heard. I heard it was like all right. Like I had friends who went to that, and they were just like. Yeah, I mean, like, it looked cool, but, like, eh, the bar food kind of sucked, and the beers were like, eh, so. So it's like the real Moe's. Yeah, probably. Actually, yeah. I did well, I did like the Moe's back when they had it at Universal Studios, though. Sucks that's gone. They got rid of it? I think so. I forget mm. what they replaced that with. With I think all of Simpsons World's gone now. I forget. Mm, that sucks. Yeah, because, no, the Moe's they had there, like, the couple beers they had on tap were really good. Yeah, they were all just variants of Duff, right? Yeah. So, yeah, now, let us know what you think. If anyone out there would definitely want to be trying to go to this club. I, I mean, I have to imagine it. Like you said, it, it's... I do like they're like, 
everyone is cheering you on. It's like, is that really what's happening every time? <laughs> maybe, maybe in Japan, everyone is nicer. In Philly, that maybe certainly would not be the case. Oh God, <laughs> there, there, there would be a lot of gamer words thrown at you in Philly. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys, let us know what you think of that below. But I'm definitely glad you brought that up, Jim, because we're gonna be bringing that back in full effect. Yay! So next one, there, I, I, I have an addendum to add to it, but it's pretty interesting. Uh, from GameSpot, we have that. Uh, yeah, Phil this is Spencer. all over, but I'm pulling it from GameSpot. Yeah, yeah and, and yeah, so right now, we're recording on the 17th. This article is from the 11th, so it's a little bit of an old statement, but it is a statement made by Phil Spencer from Xbox, who basically, essentially, he wants to see, since we're at a cross-platforming for all the major games, and I think Gears going to keep seeing that, he wants to see cross-platform banning um, for people across all these, and... You know, you're the Twitter guy, Jim. Before I even give my opinion, I want to see what have you seen about this, and what have, what has people's reactions been? The, the reactions kind of been just like, I, I don't know. It's got it's kind of been mixed because like there are the bad actors out there who are just gonna be annoying no matter what platform you're on. But it does kind of like suck the idea of like, oh, if you're like kind of a shithead in one place, but you're not in the other, now you're banned from everything else and stuff like that. So. Like, I don't know, I'm st- I'm from the old internet days where it's just like, man, it's the fucking internet. You're just shitposing, shit-talking, whatever. But I realize as it gets more intertwined and ubiquitous with everything in life, like, I can see, like, you know, not wanting to have certain things on your platforms, so. See, okay, that, so you took it a way different way than I did. See, when I read that, I thought it was good because the only people, and they reference it in there, was Activision or Call of Duty, basically banning people but they only you really only get banned for cheating and especially in multiplayer games i don't like if you're cheating like i've said this many times single player games cheat your ass off in private lobbies do mods do cheats i don't give a fuck in public games now, now let me caveat it with saying i really don't care enough like when i go against someone with cheats sometimes i just laugh about how ridiculous it is but I can see where it can get annoying, and if a company has a don't cheat in a public lobby and you get banned, I don't feel sorry for you, but I'm also not going to be the one that's, like, calling for your head if you're cheating. Um, with that being said... And it's also a thing where it's like it's like a Pandora's box, too, because it's like, if you build this algorithm for, you know, like, one kind of thing you don't like, you can just add on top of it and add on top of it and add on top of it kind of deal, too, so... Well, that yeah, so, t- but going to my point, I don't want to see people being banned ever for shit-talking. I don't like shit. Like, here's the deal. I'm not a fan. Like, I will engage in it if somebody starts the shit with me. Um, but I don't, like, you know, it is what it is. It's, like, I equate it to sports. Like, you're always going to shit-talk when you're playing somebody in something, period. Um, I don't want people being banned for that. Now, <clears throat> I'm of the belief, like, you can't start picking and choosing if somebody's acting a certain way or saying certain words, now they're banned because you're either a you have to record everyone all the time and catch them doing it. I mean, right? We all have cell phones in our pockets. That already happens. But I mean, like, instead of just like, hey, I'm reporting Jim for being an asshole in this game, they can't just go based on they're taking my word. They would have to have actual evidence of like, oh, he actually docks someone, like something that would be like to me a bannable offense but yeah if you're just talking shit to me 
I can just mute you and block you, which is part of what I think he was saying. Like he wants, if if I'm well, there's a the thing with Microsoft. Are apparently already has an AI to monitor the sentiment of a conversation to detect when a conversation is getting to a destructive point. I don't want fucking computer learning anywhere near any goddamn online conversations. I know there's yeah. obvious things that you can see, but that's just that is opening a can of worms. Yeah. Besides the obvious fact that, you know, it's like, hey, we're all listening to you. It's like, okay, like what, what we all thought, but. So let, let me be clear, like with anything, I I think if you cheat in a game, you should be banned, and I don't care if it's cross-platform. If you're yeah, just shit-talking, yeah. or if you're doing something truly, if you dock someone, if you somehow hack their IP or something, like if you're doing shit like that, yeah, I want you banned from everything. If you're just shit-talking, if you're playing in a way that, like, you know, you're teabagging, I, that I don't care about. Like, whatever. That's right. stupid shit. Um, but, yeah, anything that, like, could be actual harmful to somebody or, like you said, you're cheating, ban away. I don't care. But, yeah, to Jim's point, it could be a slippery slope. I, I don't know what the resolution is there. Because there are people, there's shit posters, and then there's legit trolls. Yeah, like, there are shitty people out there. You're not going to say there's not, but... Yeah, and I don't want them... Like, that's the thing. Like, you do... How often did we have to go into lobbies and, like, someone just... As soon as you go in the lobby, it's like someone just yelling, like, every slur available. Yeah. And it's and just, just annoying. And you, you mute them. But it's like, I could see where that's just... Someone that annoying, I'm almost like... I don't care if someone like that gets banned. Versus if I'm playing you and I'm like, Jim, you fucking suck. And now your feelings are hurt. Yeah, I shouldn't get banned for that. Well, I think they are my feelings, Brian. I think you should be banned for that. <laughs> but your thoughts don't matter, Jim. <laughs> Brian, that's abuse. I'm reporting you. Microsoft, listen to this. <laughs> so it, it, it's a very, I think this. I, I, I just don't. I just don't like the implication. It's it, well, you know, fuck. It's like anything else. We we already have no privacy. Privacy's gone. It's it's long yeah. gone. So no matter what, you're going to be listened to anyway. So whatever. So, Jim, are you basically saying all we should all do is get on Twitch and just stream shows? Yes, obviously. <laughs> yeah, this... Probably it was totally within their copyright and not the top 1% of Twitch being protected by Twitch. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, it's like, oh, when people are shocked, bigger content creators being protected better than small. Oh, shocker. <laughs> right, Hassan was right. Hassan's always right. I don't know what you're talking about. That guy. He's a Chad. Oh, he's so funny. Ethan Klein annoying. told me so. He's so annoying. Uh -huh. But, um, yeah, so, like, you let us know what you think. I, I see where Jim comes from. I think it is slippery. Once again, if my brain goes just ban cheaters, cool with it. I do think Phil, though, he makes a point, like, there's been a point in the past where no one believed we could be doing cross-platform, and now all the major games are doing it. Yeah, I have a bigger problem with, like, PC players are the ones that would have to really be reined in when it comes to cheating and mods and this and that, because they're the ones capable of doing it. Like, I'm sure you can cheat and mod on consoles. I'm sure it takes a lot more effort than when you're just on a PC and running, like, in uh, all the scripts you can. So right. that's the only thing. Like, I wish you could do cross-platforming and keep PC out of it. <laughs> that's where one way I think you eliminate a lot of the cheating. <laughs> they say they give you that option, but then you can never get into a goddamn game. Yeah. So, 
But something, so my addendum to this was, I did see something else from Phil Spencer, uh, and he just mentioned it. It's, it's a short thing, but he was being asked about the PlayStation Network, who may be revamping their services. He yeah. thinks for sure, because of what Xbox and Microsoft has been doing, um, you're going to start seeing day one releases on PS Network too. Which would shock me. Here's the deal. I would love this shit out. Like, you almost force the market. Like, you and I have said so many times, um, Napster and LimeWire and downloading music became obsolete when it was made so easy and such a no-brainer to get music other ways that were so cheap that you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll just pay Dollar whatever. a song to download it now? All right. Yeah. Do- dollar to download it now or, like, yeah. Amazon Unlimited, it's like $10 a month. It's like, oh, I can have every song I ever want. Oh, okay, I'll just do that. Um, <clears throat> PlayStation, obviously, we said. Xbox Game Pass, the, the fucking title, the, the the amount you get for your dollar in that is so good that it only oh, yeah. makes sense that PlayStation, if they want to compete for services, which is where it's going to go anyway, yeah, you do your day one releases. You you charge the same amount, whatever, $10 a month or whatever, and you get so many people, you keep it there for only a couple weeks, and then if people like it, they're going to get the game. We certainly know Nintendo will do this in about 15 years, and they'll be like, guys, we got it for our Switch. You're like, I don't give a fuck. But I like that this is driving the market in that way, because ultimately I think that's going to be better for consumers and people like you and me who we're not going to rush out and buy a bunch of new games. But when I see those day one releases, I'll download them and play them. And it may convert me to get a new game. Yeah, apparently there's rumblings of PlayStation adding to their backwards compatibility too. So, Yeah, that would suck. They're talking about ending it? Adding to it. Ah, okay. Well, I mean, that, that would be... I mean, Xbox, I feel like, is, does it good enough, but PlayStation has a catalog you want backward compatible the most, so oh, yeah. it makes the most sense. So, Phil's been a busy boy. He's been making lots of statements. So, like I said, I was just, uh, yeah, I just saw that and I was kind of curious for it, so. You guys, no. you let us know what you think below. Yeah, let us, let us know what you think the future will be. Alright, Chambers, so as a recurring bit, with a slight modification, we always used to do which is better. Uh, I, I had a which is worse last time, and I thought of something else, and it was actually inspired by that shitty-ass Castlevania Game Boy game. So, um, these are two things that have always annoyed me, and you mostly do see this with retro games, and I'm sure mm-hmm. there are newer games that probably fall under this, but what pisses you off more? When you go against a boss and you don't see any life bars, so you have no idea how close or far they are. Um, and some games can be clever, and maybe they make the, the boss start glowing a different color. But mm-hmm. there are some games where you get nothing, and you're just like, I'm waiting. Like, what the fuck? Um, or in a game like Castlevania and plenty of others where you find random power-ups to your main weapon, so like the flame whip in that game... But every time you get hit, it decreases your weapon power a little bit. Which one pisses you off a little bit more? Which one is worse to you? No HP bar. 
Or at least, like, no signaling of, like, how far along you want a bars fight. I fucking hate that. <laughs> because, like, and, like, it's, like, if I know that, like, you, the boss has a little bit of life left and I know I have a little bit of life left, like, maybe I'll go penis and try to go for that big blow and just finish it off or something like that. Mm. Or have that, like, that, like, satisfaction knowing that, like, I just barely, like, eked it out and shit. And, like, you get that, too, when there's no HP bar, but it's also feeling, like, it's more like feeling lucky instead of feeling accomplished because, like, Oh, all of a sudden he's dead. I didn't know when the hell it was finally going to happen. So, yeah. I fucking hate <laughs> no like like I'm fine with like the color change. I'm fine with like the blinking or shit like that. Like just give me some kind of inclination, so, some indication. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, <clears throat> a full on power bar is better. But if you don't give me that, just give me some little inkling of like, you know, that's like got. What no, Blasphemous has a has a life bar. So they at least you can tell with the life bar how close you are. It drives me up a fucking wall uh, anytime i mean unless you have a one or max two or three hit enemy i hate games that don't show life bars at all for enemies but i can kind of accept it but to me yeah when i get to that boss it's so unacceptable when there's no indication and like you said all of a sudden now i'm gonna be like you know late career gsp and i'm gonna play it safe and this boss fight's gonna take so much longer because right, i just late, late career i call that his entire championship run I mean, he got penis at the beginning, and then he really was like, "Oh, I'm I got these deals now. I'm just gonna wrestle." I I don't like playing like that. And to Jim's point, like I almost I I some of my favorite memories are like, yeah, when I'm down to like like the original Castlevania when you're beating Dracula and like my life's here and I know like his life's there. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I got his head off in time, yay! Or like I beat his final form. I love that, but when there's no indication, it sucks so bad. Um, not to say it does suck when you lose your weapon and power up. The only thing I think that's kind of good with that is like you generally can find enough to get back to a spot, and it's just more annoying. Like it does suck. There's nothing worse though when you do lose that power up to your weapon from just a very simple enemy from like a pattern you, you've seen a million you know what, times. You know what game is the absolute worst with that bullshit? Splatterhouse three, because mm, if you get a yeah. weapon and it gets knocked out of you, that little fucking ghost comes and takes it away immediately. And if you, <laughs> and if you lose your goddamn weapon, forget about beating the levels in time. Like, yeah, there and and that's why I put it there because there are some games once you lose like a good weapon, you're like. Like, I always think, like, Contra. Like, once you lose a spread gun, you're like, son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. Or losing the knife and ghouls and ghosts and shit like that. Like Exactly. Like, Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, like, it, it's annoying, but it's also like, okay. But, yeah, the, the bosses with no HP, are, I, I always find myself just, just a little bit more annoyed. It just, yeah. I don't know, it gets to me. Because the weapon thing, you can, you can still overcome for the most part. Yeah. But, like, you can't overcome not knowing. Yeah, and most of the time, like, the weapons, you're just mad because you lose a weapon that almost made the level probably too easy, to be honest. Like, sometimes, like, like the Flame Whip in that Castlevania Game Boy game, like, almost everything becomes a one or two hit kill with that. Oh, so yeah. You're, so you're like, okay, like, it just makes my life a lot easier, but you don't absolutely need it to beat the game. Right. Because um, my other thing I was going to throw in here, almost as a caveat, um, was environmental hazards that don't affect enemies uh-huh. and i'm yeah. not even talking like some games will be clever it's like there's fire but you're fighting a fire monster so it doesn't fu- but when it's fire and like enemies just walk through it or it doesn't affect 
that shit pisses me Fucking off. Fucking aliens goddamn fire team elite again with the goddamn <laughs> levels when there's the mines everywhere and the aliens just yep. like run through the mines and the mines don't go off. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> or in aliens in general, their blood acid that doesn't affect them themselves. Once again, you can almost forgive that. Right. But but like I even think of games where there's like a wall of spikes coming towards you. It's killing everything on screen, but somehow not the enemies that are coming through it. I'm like, uh -huh. what the shit is this? Blasphemous. There's goddamn levels where people are pouring lava on you, and then these goddamn enemies, common fuckers, are just walking through the lava and still, like, slashing at me as I'm waiting for the lava to stop falling on me. Yeah. Bullshit. I want, I want my games to have consistent lore, and if you're going to hurt me with an environmental shit, you hurt everyone. Yeah, consistent rules. Fuck the war. Yeah. You need story, but yeah. Because here's the deal, I that's where I'm okay with shit. Like Halo's a good example. Everyone can get hurt by everything, and you the number of times I've blown up dudes, ran over them, or something like you can do friendly fire. If I can do friendly fire, then the enemy better do fucking friendly fire on itself too. Yep. Because that's some shit. Like, I, and you know what? Some games I think are made so much better when you do see an enemy shoot as like friend by accident. Uh -huh. It just it just increases it. Like saying like in Halo is a good example because yeah, someone threw a plasma and it killed like one of the bad guys. <laughs> I was like, ha ha. A, a grunt hits a brute and the brute just turns around and hits him with a hammer because he's pissed off. I love yeah. that shit. Like that's yeah. that's where I go. Oh, that makes this game feel so much better. But yeah, yeah, like I said. It was a little, just a, a vent session for me, but I, I tried to narrow it down to something more specific. So, you guys, what do you think? What's worse? Bosses with no indication and no HP meters, or when you lose that weapon or power-up for your common weapon? You let us know in the comments below. Yep, yeah, you let us know why losing a weapon's worse. Yeah. <laughs> we, need, we, need that, uh, we need that other side. All right, Chambers. So, I figured an appropriate thing that we always do at the beginning of each year... Um, and we didn't get to do a blade last week, but, um, you know, we usually talk about like some upcoming games and obviously we don't have all the dates or everything, but we have a very big list already of games that are going to be coming out this year. And I want to see what God are some games, games that you are actually interested in. And I'm not expecting you to read through it all, but ha is there any games that you do know off the top of your head that's coming out that uh, you're pretty excited for? Oh, uh, you know what? Fucking, I just recently heard about Shadow Man Remastered, and that's a yeah. game from, like, the 5th gen I always wanted to play, but I never got around to. Yeah. But now that it's coming out on basically everything, like, I'll pick it up for the Switch, or if it hits Game Pass, I'll get it on Game Pass. Like, that's yeah. that, that one, that's, that's <clears throat> one I always wanted to fuck around with. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a game that shows its age, and the fact that it's getting remastered, I like... Because that's a game that needs a remaster. But I, I did enjoy it on the old systems. But like I said, it, if you go back and try and play it on original PlayStation or whatever it was on, it it definitely shows its age. I would say like Dying Light 2, but then there was that story recently where they're like, oh, you need to play for 500 hours to do everything. I was like, fuck you. I'm not touching that game now. Like yeah. as soon as I see something like that, I'm like, nope. Yeah, that, that that's not going to cut it. That's just, that's just masturbatory at that point. Uh... I mean, Horizon, like, that looks cool, but I never played the first one. That's one I want to play eventually mm -hmm. anyway. So if I ever get my hands on a PS5, I want to play, you know, Journey to the... Or Horizon Zero Dawn first, and then if I like that, I'll play the new one. What about Elden Ring, which is supposed to be the I game? keep hearing about that. I know nothing about it. 
Oh, really? You never yeah. saw any of the trailers? I mean, I could have easily looked it up, but like I keep hearing about it and being like, I should look this up, and then I forget. Yeah. No, it it looks pretty amazing. Um, is that another like Souls game? Is that a From Software game? Yes. So okay, it's like the new Souls game, but it it just like the first time I guess we saw something that was like really like holy shit for a next gen game. That is yeah. the game that I think so far looks like wow. That that looks pretty goddamn awesome. Yeah, like you know what? I am actually kind of excited for that new open world Kirby game. Really? Yeah. I mean, I know you played some Kirby's. I didn't think you were that big of a fan of them, though. I'm not like I've I, like I've played some Kirby's. Um, like I like Kirby a lot. But I don't know something about this, like the idea of like Kirby in like a big open world, like with his you know, with his main gimmick of absorbing powers. Like it seems like a cool thing that like you can just open up for like possibilities in a big open world environment. Hmm. Now it could be a thing where it turns into like Breath of the Wild, where I don't finish it. But <laughs> I was gonna say, have you you never finished that game, right? Never finished Breath of the Wild, no. That's such a game, man, that I actually you know, kind of you know, look you, forward you, to. You know what I need to do for Breath of the Wild? I need to buy for the Switch, but I don't want to double dip. Oh, yeah, I forgot you have it for the shitty console. No, it's not the shitty console. It's the shitty console, Jim. Just no. leave it be. You li- No, it's a gem. It's, it's a little No, gem, little no one in history will ever call it a gem. Everyone calls it a gem. Listen, People love it. Listen. I'm not even alive. Right, I got 150 updates on my tweet about it. <laughs> that means nothing. Because <laughs> cause you follow the people that would think that, you son of a bitch. The GameCube got way more. <laughs> the GameCube, that's a gem. The Wii right, U, you looking for, are you looking forward to that uh, Vampire the Masquerade game? Here's the deal. And when we talked to Pam, we talked about it. It doesn't... It, it looks okay, but it's yet another of these... Uh, back for blood, left for dead style. I don't think it really works for that, and I think it'll ultimately become very unforgettable. I mean, for me, my list is kind of easy. Like you said, Horizon Zero, <clears throat> not Zero Dawn, but Horizon Journey to uh, the West or whatever. Journey to the West. Horizon Zero Dawn is a game I already put a bunch of hours in, but I said that's a game that is on my list. I must beat this year. It really is action adventure kind of open world, just. Great game. Um, the Total War Warhammer 3 is probably one of my bigger ones because I'm just completely enveloped in that series. Uh, the Evil Dead game. Yeah, they don't, they don't have a set date on that yet, but like, that would be really cool. You and I have said that we will. there's not many Evil Dead games, and it's a series you and I, we both love the movies. We both oh, yeah. love Ash, and I'm like, yeah, it makes sense for us to actually I never watched the TV show. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched the first season. I think there's two or three seasons. Um, it was good. It was like, you know, it's Ash being Ash. That's all I'll say. That's which all is do. all you need. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the Vampire Masquerade Swan Song, we know nothing about it. If that's more like the actual original Masquerade, that's cool. But like I said, that other Masquerade is... It probably won't do much. Elden Ring, if I can get a PS5, I'll play it. Um, then there were a few other games. Oh, here's a question. You and I played, uh, thanks to Todd, Blood Bowl. And did we play Blood Bowl too? Uh, no, we did Mutant Football League. That's right, yeah. We didn't do Blood Bowl. So I have Blood Bowl. 
Um, did you ever play any of them? No. Okay. That like I remember when that the first one came out, people were like, "Yeah, it's kind of cool," but eh. the second one was better. There's a third one coming out. Just because I like the Warhammer world, I'm like, "That's kind of cool." It's like a different take on Mutant League, so that would be kind of interesting. Um, there was definitely I'm looking at the list right now, but there was another game that oh well, obviously. The new God of War Ragnarok, which is another, probably the biggest game to be coming out for PlayStation. Oh, yeah, true. And obviously, when you get five, I mean, you always liked the God of War games, right? Yeah, I did like them. Like, I remember, the last one I played was three, and like, as I was playing, I was like, yeah, this is good, but by the end, I was like, no, I'm kind of done with this. Like, I've been here, but... Mm, yeah. Um, I haven't heard anything. We know that, obviously, there will be a new Call of Duty... <clears throat> What are your feelings on pirate games? Are you interested at all? Haven't really played any, but it seems like a cool concept. Like what was that? What's that one? Sea of Thieves. Like I had it's it's on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, Sea of Thieves was like Xbox is like big. Like oh hey, we have a live service thing that's just for us kind of deal. Like I know people like it, but I never dip my toes in. And then there's like Assassin's Creed Black Flag, and you know. Ubisoft are the ones developing Skull and Bones, which is like supposed to be the next big pirate like ship thing. You know, it's funny. Like, I I never cared at all about pirates, and then like most people, when Pirates of the Caribbean came in, I was like, oh, they're kind of cool. And then there was a million of those movies, and got tired of it. But that's right. one that like I don't know. I never. I I, I just never... oh fucking Shredder's Revenge, the new Ninja Turtles game, throwback to Turtles in Time. That one I can't wait for. Shredder's Revenge. Yeah, what do you call it? Uh, it's going to be published by Dot Emu, who were the publishers for uh, Streets of Rage Four. Now I think Lizard gotcha. Cube. I don't know if Lizard Cube's doing the development again, but it's still, like it looks pretty cool from what I've seen so far. So I'm excited for that. Nice. Ooh, you know what? A game I'm really excited for is Starship Troopers: Terran Command. Me and Juan. dude. I can't tell you how many times we watched Starship Troopers growing up. And you I, were just watching for the shower. <laughs> really, Tim. Well, so was I. <laughs> they weren't. I mean, what was shown in the shower was not. You know, Denise Richard was in there, so you know. Right. Come on. I mean, there, there is, there is acceptable boobage in there. Yeah. But no, the Starship Troopers is a fantastic movie. Love that movie, and still one of my favorite PC games. It's Starship Troopers, something, something. But it's a. Uh, it was the first game that introduced me to. This is my favorite game. It's called what's it? What's its face? Now, it, you know, what's its name? It may just be called Starship Troopers. I have the CD still. But um, it's a tactical squad-based game, and it introduced me to, uh, once again, permadeath. So, like, I'd make me and all my friends, and, like, you know, you go in there, you get better equipment, this and that. Um, it's not turn-based, but it is a tactical squad-based game. So it's not fully like an XCOM, but it's in that same realm. And it redid all the big moments from the movie, like when you're in the base and you gotta set up dudes on turrets and they come busting through. And ah. looking at this Terran command, it's gonna be kind of just like all out crazy scoped sized battles um, with all the all those uh, aliens. So that's one I'm really because, like I said, I love that movie. I don't know if you like it, but oh no, the movie's fantastic. Come on, it has a. Uh, Casper Van Dien. And Jake Busey. And Michael Ironside. And Denise Richards. Damn right. And the dude who's the general, which I can't remember his name. 
Not Ironsides. The the one that throws a knife in a Jake Busey's hand. Ah, uh, I Put can't your remember. hand on that. <laughs> Shit, who was that? Damn it. Well, he's actually in the in the new Dexter, and he was also in Pet Cemetery too. But I can't remember other movies he was in. Oh, the fantastic Pet Cemetery too. <laughs> hey, it was a good good guy, Edward Furlong's forgotten gem. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, looks like there's a Yu-Gi-Oh game coming out. I'll probably yeah. eventually get that. Yeah, but who cares about that? Me. <laughs> um. Yeah, I haven't heard. You know what? Like, I was actually kind of expecting. When is this new? Uh, Elder Scrolls coming out. I thought it was this year, but it may be 2023. Fuck if I know. I, they, I, I really haven't heard that much about it. They did the teaser announcement, and... Right. Anyone can do a teaser. Nintendo teased Metroid Prime 4 okay, four years so ago. Okay, so as of right now... Oh, you know what the problem is? Starfield is coming out, which is Bethesda's new big game. Which is basically going to be Elder Scrolls in space. So that should be something you'd be interested in. I would be. Yeah, so Starfield... Even though I still haven't played Outer Wilds. I should get around to that, too. Yeah. But Starfield, that... So it'll come out sometime after that, so you're probably looking 23. So, yeah, I don't think we're seeing a fallout for a while after that. So, yeah. I'm trying to think of any other games that would really spark my interest, but I think that's probably it for me. I mean... Yeah, I mean, there's a new Metal Slug. That, like, that'll be fun. As long as it's, like, a cheap, you know, deal, downloadable game kind of deal. Did you see the new Suicide Squad movie? No, I haven't yet. I heard it was good, though. It's actually, it's it's really good. And I'm um, hearing the Peacemaker show is a lot of fun, too. I, I haven't seen that yet, but, you know, I'll say... Good on John Cena. Good on fucking John Cena. I was going to say, John Cena has never had a miss in a movie. And I ha- I'm not going to say I've seen all of his movies, uh, but his roles in movies are good. He's in terrible movies, but he, he plays his shit really what, blockers? well. You're calling blockers terrible, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Pretty rough. I'm just saying. He but he blood played, chugged, Brian. He blood chugged in Bockers. He plays his parts well. That's all I'll he say does. Too. He goes ham. John yeah. Cena goes all in. Yeah. That terrible Amy Schumer movie, he was the only funny part. I will say he is the best part in Trainwreck. I will agree with that. Yeah. Despite what our wives say. Especially your goddamn wife. She's so funny. No, she's not. <laughs> But no, I asked, Amy Schumer used to be. I'll give Amy Schumer. She used to be funny, but then she. Oof. Well, yeah, she was stealing from other people's stuff, so of course she was. She's like the Carlos Mencia of comics. But Carlos <laughs> Mencia was also a comic, ish. He was. Right, he said Beaner a lot. He's Damn funny. It. <laughs> but no, I asked you because I don't know if you saw for the Suicide Squad game, um, but. That actually looks pretty damn fun. You know what? I didn't know they were making a game, so this yeah, is all so, news to me. And it's like, it's based on the current incantation of the movie, but it's not directly like all the movie people. But it's like kind of in that vein, and you know, you're basically yeah, okay, you're gonna take down people, but the the big premise is like one of their targets is gonna be Superman. So oh shit, yeah, you're like oh that that seems pretty cool, and it's coming to us from Rocksteady, so. Okay. You know, all the Batman Arkham Asylum game, like, you know, they have a great track record and it looks Yeah, they got a good team really behind fun. it, so. All yeah. right, no, I'm interested, definitely. Oh, but Jim, one game I'm shocked you haven't said anything or aren't interested in is the uh House of the Dead remake coming to Switch. Oh, I didn't even know about that. Yeah, it looks interesting. Um 
part of House of the Dead remake, or part of House of the Dead that I, I always used to like is the yeah. What remake though? I don't. I don't need. I don't need a remake. Like I could just go with like a cleaned up port. So that's what I'm trying to decide. Like, I think it's really just the original game, but it's done in like modern graphics and supposed to be like more horror ish. Does that make sense? Okay. So yeah. So it's just really uh, it's a clean up, but it's on the Switch. I don't know if it's. I think it's only on the Switch to be honest. Really weird. So it's really just a clean up. It's another excuse to play House of the Dead. Maybe it'll be like one of the few games that actually uses like the HD rumble of the controllers to like That's control what it as I'm like like guessing. Guns and shit. But I yeah. thought that would be something you'd be into. No, I would. Uh, if it's the right price, I'd be into that. I would love to have a nice little uh, shooter like that. But Jim, aren't you going to get WWE 2K22 with Rey Mysterio? Right, I would love to recreate Rey Mysterio's highlights of his wonderful career. What a wonderful. <laughs> Jim, are they going to show saw... when he was unmasked? Our buddy Optic, he was just like, oh, man, I, I sure hope they had the thing where Kevin Nash throws him into the side of a fucking uh, trailer. Yeah, wrestling games. Or when they unmasked him, or the whole thing with his son, with Eddie Guerrero. and Jim, uh, how long before we see another game that needs us to recreate Attitude Error just to get people back on board? I'll give it, like, another two or three years. Yeah. So, like I said, you know what? Here's what I will say. I'm... There's more games I am excited and interested in this coming year than I was last year. Yeah, I think people are starting to get a little. I mean, obviously with you know with COVID and the chip shortages and blah 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 blah. Yeah, all that crap. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I'm curious to see what actually comes from some of these games. If they deliver, I think you'll get some really good ones. I still think it's going to be a much better year for gaming in general, and because we're on Xbox Game Pass and if PlayStation keeps their word or tries to deliver, then you're going to get to do a lot of day one releases. Oh, and, yeah. You know, I saw in the news, and I was going to put it on here, but it's probably not worth talking about, but Xbox said they, they're stopping production of Xbox Ones. And a lot of people are reading that as doom and gloom, but some others said, well, now they'll be able to make more X's, Series what, X's and S's. Yeah, what do you call it? Uh, some of our buddies like Crooked and uh, Burn Retinas and Optic, like in different group chats, were talking about it. Like, apparently, like the Xbox Ones and the Series are kind of the same architecture. So, like, it's kind of just like putting all their resources towards the new thing. Whereas PlayStation recently announced that they're going to start making more PS4s because, you know, there's so many PS4 games and shit like that. Or they're going to keep making PS4s, but like. The architecture between the four and the five is so vastly different. Mm-hmm. It's like just way easier to keep making fours and keep selling them. So it's like the PlayStation Two all over again. So yeah, I, you know, but you already sold 120 million units. Might as well try to push it to 150. Like you know, fuck it. You can, no one can get a PS Five anyway right now. So exactly. I mean, here's the deal. The order of operations for me for a while has been: I'll get the Xbox console first, and then I'll get a the playstation console i'll never unfortunately even if i wanted to i'll never be an early adapter of new consoles and especially not new playstations because they just seem to go even faster so yep so yeah i mean like i would like like i would like to get i mean for now a lot most games are still coming out on the xbox one that are coming out in the series x i mean it's obviously the lesser experience but it's still like yeah it's still doing that 
Whereas I never had a PS4. So if I get a PS5 first, then I can experience a bunch of games I never got. So Yeah, at this point, you're too far gone. You almost might as well wait for a PS5. Yeah, no, I need um, to get a PS5 before I get a series anything. Yeah. But but here's the deal. What I do like, and I don't know if PS4 games do it, almost every PS1 X, or Xbox One game I get can be used for Xbox X, and it's automatically upgraded. Like, I wouldn't have to buy an upgraded version, whereas PS5, it is, I think, a different game for the yeah, PS5. Yeah, kind of, kind of depends on the game. It's not just like a... It's not just like an instant boost. Yeah, so it seems like, though, so far, majority of games, but that's why I think this year is going to be the turning point. I think some games are going to be only Series X and only PS5s. It's We're, we're in the third year. It's it's time. Or it might be even more longer now. Shit, I forget when they came out. But I, I it, it's time for them to really start just pushing the new hardware at this they point. They got to. Yeah. And, and the, yeah, pump out production, do that. Because, like I said, it's not like I don't want it. It's not like most people don't want it. It's just you can't fucking find it. Yeah. So. You, you got to get lucky or fucking, you know, pay out the ass. So, mm, fun. Yeah. So, Chambers, with that, as we close out, how did that second German beer treat you? Ooh. <laughs> these, these, these box are good. Double box and the weight box. And, like, these are fucking... Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, this was surprisingly drinkable. Like I was expecting, like real. The uh, the other Bach was uh, way heavier and on the mouthfeel. I was expecting mm-hmm. this to be the heavy boy. This was like super drinkable. Like this just went down smooth. So nice. So what did uh, which one do you prefer then? I think I think just as like a craft beer experience, I like the uh, the Witz, the the Weizenbach more, but. I mean, I'll never be disappointed with a double bog dunkel. So that's yeah. that's that's two rights making a double right there. So they're both <laughs> great. Nice. So yeah, I uh, like I said, unfortunately, my grand cacao. I taste the chocolate. I taste a little bit of coffee. I don't get much of the caramel, but my taste. I'm not gonna bet. I do like the way it feels. It doesn't seem too heavy. Um, Trogues always makes the best beer for PA. So I, oh, yeah. I can't talk shit about them. So it'll be one I, I go back to, especially because I love me my chocolate stouts. But <clears throat> with that, we want to say thank you so much to everyone. If you're still watching and you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that like, hit the notification so you can see for all of our new videos coming out. And if you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, please give us a five-star rating. And write whatever you want. We will respond in the comments and during our next podcast. And we really appreciate any of the support. With that, we want to say have a good night, everyone. And cheers. Cheers, everyone.